Good evening, guys. Uh, yeah, the draft process has really gone smooth thus far. I feel like really the first round went off pretty much how we expected, just in regards to who was coming off the board. Uh, you know, we prepared for a lot of different scenarios today, and, and honestly, we came away really excited with the two players we acquired. So I'll go through these two players real quick. Uh, with Cole Komet, this is really your classic, you know, wide tight end with a prototypical size. And just the athleticism we look for in the position. He's a big target, natural hands. Uh, he's really tough after the catch. And he has the strength and the temperament we want in the run game. And really, we feel like his blocking is still improving. So there's a lot of upside in that area. You know, really, with Cole, you know, splitting time between baseball and football early in his college career, like he's still a young player with a lot of upside. And then you go beyond the physical traits, guys, just the outstanding makeup and the character. You know, our scouts, you know, Scott Hamill, Jeff Shiver, Chris Prescott are our scouts in the Midwest that go through that part of the country. And I thought they did an excellent job on Cole from the jump and just the evaluation process. And, and we're lucky to have them. With uh, Jalen Johnson with our next pick, Jalen just a really good combination of size, athleticism, and awareness. You know, he's that physical uh, press corner that uses his size really well, uses his strength to his advantage uh, to reroute receivers. Uh, Jalen's a really intelligent player, uh, plays the game with excellent instincts and awareness. You can see it in the way he plays. And Jalen's another guy with an outstanding football makeup, really high football character, just a guy that's really driven and passionate. Uh, a lot of stories about his work ethic and just his, his you know, professional approach to the game. Um, so we feel really strong about the physical talent, but also the makeup. And that, that really applies to both of these guys. Again, with Jalen, a lot of credit to David Williams and Francis St. Paul, who covered the West Coast for us uh, and the work they did on the players. So we have five draft picks tomorrow uh, we need to take advantage of. There's still a lot of good players on the board. As I look at the draft board, uh, we're looking forward to it because this is a deep draft with a lot of good players uh, that we need to nail. So with that, guys, I'd be happy to take any questions. Ryan, how comfortable are you with Jalen's uh, medical records, given the difficulties of getting things like that, and that you couldn't have him at the facility? Yeah, yeah, very comfortable. You know, he's missed one game in two years, um, and he, you know, he played through the injury uh, last year, which I think says a lot about him and and kind of who he is. And you know, he's fixed, and this will be something that will limit him some of the offseason program. But uh, we feel really comfortable just in the, the you know, the, with our doctors. And and the work we did on it, uh, and we expect him to be healthy uh, when we need him. Hey, Ryan, it's Jeff Dickerson. Uh, you've done a lot of work at tight end so far this offseason. So how do you see Cole, you know, fitting in with what you currently have and kind of complementing like a Jimmy Graham and a Demetrius Harris, you know, guys you are really counting on uh, to yeah. play, you know, pretty big roles for you this year? Yeah, that's a good question, Jeff. I think – you guys know how important the tight end position is to this offense, and it's it's something that we stress going into this offseason, something we really wanted to improve. Uh, and it started with Demetrius and then Jimmy and, and now with Cole. And, you know, you really have two different styles of tight ends in this offense. You have the U tight end. Uh, that would apply more to a, a Jimmy Graham. And then you have the Y tight end, which is a little bit more of an inline guy, uh, you know, hand in the ground, uh, a little, you know, good in the run game, and it needs to have the size ability to be able to do that. And that's what we see with Cole. Uh, we think he pairs really well with Jimmy, pairs really well with Demetrius. And we're just excited to, to, to take that position 
and make it a strength. And I think, Jeff, they all do different things um, that I think I'm excited with with Matt, Coach Laser, Dave Ragone, Clancy Barone, those guys really taking advantage of their skill sets. Ryan, when no cornerbacks were taken before you got to 43, did, did that make it – did that put you in a position where you go offense there and you felt confident you could, you could get a guy at corner at, at 50? Yeah, you know, we knew, uh, Brad, going into this, that the, it was a pretty deep corner draft, and there was a run on them in the first round, as, you know, as everybody saw. But, you know, we, we try to stay as true to our board as we could. And, uh, you know, with when, when Cole was there at that first pick, you know, we, we were excited, you know, to get him there at this spot. And then we just, you know, crossed our fingers that there would be a handful of players that we still liked, you know, as we as we dropped back to the 50th pick. And, you know, we had some scenarios where uh, – you know, we could have traded back out of that pick if we needed to. But when uh, when Jalen was there, you know, we turned the card in quickly because, you know, he's a guy obviously we had graded high. Um, and it was a guy that, that you know, it, it fit our board as far as how the grades were coming off. And then it was it was a position of need for us as well. So uh, we were really happy for that, that combination to take place. Brian, what was your overall evaluation of Trayvon Diggs and what made Jalen stand out above him at that point where they came off the board back-to-back? Yeah, you know, both both talented corners, and we've done a lot of work. Uh, we did a ton of work on all these corners um, by a lot of people on our staff. So there's a lot – there's so much that goes into it, you know, when you look at it. And I think, you know, just staying with the, you know, the guy we selected is, is Jalen – you, you watch the player and you, and you and you get excited about the player and then our scouts come in you know in, in the fall meetings and you, they start talking about the makeup and, and David Williams is going into who this person is his leadership uh, you know just the passion for the game um, there's just there's story after story his uh, the film preparation his football intelligence strength coach loves him you go on and on and on and now so you're watching this talented player on tape that really plays a style of defense. That, that we want out of our corners, and then you combine it with the makeup, and then we get into the interviews and the combine, um, and we just felt really, really comfortable with a player, the complete package. Hey, Ryan, you guys are the only team to take a tight end in the first two rounds. Just curious, how, how did your evaluation of Cole as it related to the rest of the tight end class go into your decision to take him at 43? Yeah, you know, you're always, I think, looking at supply and demand in the draft. You know, I think that's what draft, uh, you know, what Brad was probably hitting on with the corners there. I think you're always kind of, you, you know what positions thin out fast. And, and uh, you know, for us, I just think when you looked at Cole, and again, I you know, I, I just feel like I say the same thing about Jalen, but just a complete package. And for him, just it's it's hard to find these tight ends, guys, these wide tight ends that are, that are really well-rounded in, in that – you know, he's an asset in the pass game because of his size and his hands. Uh, he's one of those guys that knows how to post up and body collision and push off. Um, he runs really well for his size. But then his blocking, you know, he's just got the frame and the size and the, the temperament and the demeanor um, where I think he's going to – we all think he's still going to get a lot better as a blocker. So to find that well-rounded, wide tight end, uh, there's not a lot of them. So – for us to get him where we did uh, was really advantageous for us. Hey, Ryan, for a guy who just turned 21 and, and who was a two-sport athlete for a while, how much of your evaluation goes into just 
projectability? And, and what do you look for that leads you to think that, that he can improve? Yeah, I think, you know, just talking to the staff at Notre Dame and, and doing a lot of work on that, um, I think that's a, that, that's a big part of, of his value is that we really feel like he's getting better, like he's just scratching the surface. And to be honest, you could even see it this year on tape when you watch some of the early games. And I think you get around to, like, the Virginia Tech game, and you can really feel his game taking off on all levels. And, and, and Cole will say that, too. So he's definitely an ascending player. You know, I think – uh, you know, I can't you know imagine a, a two-sport athlete at a major university like Notre Dame and, and trying to do both, and now you know just focusing on football. Um, but with, with, with the mindset that he has, um, the drive that he has, I'm sure you guys felt it when you talked to him, and you'll continue to feel it. You talk to everybody at Notre Dame; they just rave about the person that he is um, and just the approach that he has. Um, and uh, I think that's all going to lead. To just, uh, to, to, to just him ascending as we go forward. Hey, Ryan. Hey, uh, Ryan. consideration to trading down from one of your spots at 43 or 50? Yeah, we, ta- we, had, we had scenarios where we could trade down from both of them, and, and we talked those out. And, um, and, and so they, they were all real, but I, I felt like, you know, you always go into this. We say it every time. You know, you write down the number of names that you need, um, and then you know if you get past a certain pass, uh, past a certain point, uh, on those names, you're looking to trade back. And uh, I felt, you know, I, I felt this year, you know, we always wonder, you know, drafting from home if uh, trades were going to be more difficult. And although we didn't make any trades today, I felt like I can feel it's very easy to, to maneuver around. It doesn't feel any different to me than if we were at Hallis, just the communication with our staff and the technology we had. So to answer your question, yeah, we in both situations we had scenarios where we, where we could go back. But we, once we knew those players were, were going to be there, we were excited to select them at those points. Hey, Ryan, it's Michelle at ESPN. Going back to Cole, as a hometown kid, when did he, when did he land on your, your own personal radar, and was it more challenging getting comfortable with him, or Jalen for that matter, given all the challenges and the lack of a, of a traditional pre-draft visit? Yeah, that's, that's a really good question. I think, you know, he, I would say probably in the fall when the scouts – you start getting calls from the, the scouts when they're on the road. This could be back in September. And some of these some of these guys you're projecting, hey, we don't know if they're going to come out or not. So um, you know, we were excited when it, when it, that all transpired. And I think then we got into the meetings. This would have been like in December with our scouts and just hearing the passion in their voices. It's one thing I always stress for our scouts is, you know, not, let's not talk like robots. I think sometimes scouting, there's, there's a little bit of an art to it. And so I want to hear the passion in their voice and with both these players when the area scouts they're you know they're the first boots on the ground at these schools and to hear scott hamill and jeff shiver and, and, and chris prescott and, you know with cole just pounding the table for who he is as a player how he fits our culture um how he's going to give us something that, that our team needs uh and then as we get further into it and we get more looks on them you get excited and then our coaches come into the process and they feel the same way um, and that's that's when that's when that's when nights like this feel really good when you when you make selections where the coaches and scouts are all excited. You know, Matt's birthday is tonight, and so I think uh, we uh, those were two good birthday presents for him. We got time for a couple Ryan, more. Ryan. Hey, Ryan, it's uh, Kevin Fishbane here. Uh, when you look at tomorrow's scenario where you you, you don't have a pick right now to one sixty three, and obviously you had to wait through the third round tonight. 
were there times where you're getting a little fidgety, wanting to move up, or were you, are, are you kind of looking ahead to scenarios tomorrow? Is it going to be challenging if you have to wait all the way to that yeah, pick? Obviously, wanting to keep the picks. Yeah, Kevin, you know, you know how you know how we are, so it, it can be challenging as you as you're watching some of these names. But you know, go, going into it, you know, just with the foresight of knowing, you know, we have we have five draft picks that so we have, you know, we have an abundance of picks, and albeit a lot of them are later. So I, you know, there's a, there was a lot of focus in that area of the draft too, and you know, as again, as I look up on these two screens right here above me, uh, we feel like there's a lot of good players in that area. This is where our scouts do a lot, a lot of good work identifying who those guys are, and so um, we're excited. We feel like we can make a lot of money tomorrow. Um, when I get off here, a lot of the scenarios uh, for tomorrow, um, and again, I'm just looking for. Uh, you know, when we're connected on players and when guys feel passionate about players. And I'm sure we're going to have a lot of that tomorrow. Ryan, as you were doing your tape study on Cole, were there moments for you, specific plays that, that, that jumped out to you that exemplified his aggressiveness or his ability as a, a pass catcher? Yeah, there's, Dan, there's, there's, there's specific plays um, where – you really see it, a lot of times in his run after catch. Um, there might it might be the Virginia Tech game. There's a play near the sidelines where he just stones somebody, just runs over somebody. He's just such a dense, big body. Uh, guys are just ricocheting off him as he's running after the catch. Um, so I, I would say that that violence and that determination to not go down after the catch. He's just dragging tacklers. He's such a big body, and he's moving faster than you realize because you know he's over six five. So that big stride, he's covering a lot of ground, and he's just he's just he's just trucking guys in the secondary because of, because of his physical mindset and it, and it just the, his stature. Okay, everyone, that's all we have time for tonight. Thanks for joining the call, Brian. Thanks. Have a good night. Thanks, guys. See you guys tomorrow.